God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you for joining me today. There is a repeated complaint that I am hearing from those around me. I'm overwhelmed. The challenges of work and economic struggles in the antagonistic atmosphere of the world is working to crush faith in God's people. Those who watch the news are daily assaulted with senseless death and mayhem. But this is not the life promised by our Lord Jesus Christ and his Father. There are promises in the Bible of a more than abundant life full of peace and joy. If you want to learn more about how to live life and not be overwhelmed, give a listen. Imagine being arrested by the highest level of the government and taken away to be interrogated and tortured without due process. Imagine that those that have taken you not only hate you, but are also afraid of you. You possess something they don't understand that brings you power that they can only dream about. And it infuriates them and they want to kill you. You have just imagined the life of Jesus. In his suffering, Jesus never failed to look to his Father for the strength to endure. Jesus Christ staked his life on the promises of God contained in the Holy Scriptures. In Psalm 16, we find the truths that gave him that strength. In verse 8, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Jesus walked in the presence of the Lord at all times. Jesus did as the psalmist had, and set the Lord always before him. And because of that presence, Jesus was not moved. The faith of Jesus was so great that even in death, he was assured that his Father would care for him. That faith now resides within your heart. But do you accept that truth and partner with it and manifest it in your life? It is only when we partner with the truth that we can overcome being overwhelmed. Turned and tormented by the wave, I rolled under its weight in fear. But turning to faith, I cried out to God, knowing he would hear. Overwhelmed when the first wave washed over me, as I thought upon his promises, I knew I would be free. He is faithful. He is good. In his mercy I have stood, resting in his power, knowing he is my high tower. Overwhelming joy and peace, Cause my worries to cease, trusting in my loving Lord, knowing all will be restored. Tired of the accusing voices and the doubt they bring into my heart, in faith I speak the name of Jesus, and the darkness does depart. I must choose whether to worry or speak the truth of God in peace, trusting in his promises from all my fears and woes I am released. He is faithful. He is good. In his mercy I have stood, resting in his power, knowing he is my high tower. 
Overwhelming joy and peace causes my worries to cease, trusting in my loving Lord, knowing all will be restored. Nothing in the world is designed to help us believe in the work of Jesus and his Father. Everything in the world is designed to destroy our faith. Sometimes there are catastrophic events that endeavor to overwhelm us, but usually it is a collection of small things that pile upon us. The daily grind of life slowly wears away at our faith. But Jesus and the Father have not left us alone. The Holy Spirit is present within us to strengthen and comfort us. We have this added blessing over those of Israel. They did not have the Spirit within them, as we, as born-again Christians, do. So consider the challenges and the ultimate declaration of faith that is portrayed in Psalm 55. We begin in verse 1. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise. Because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore pained within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. In the beginning of this psalm, the writer is being tortured in a manner of speaking. The voice of the enemy and the oppression of the wicked are part of the attack. He mourns, he murmurs in response. In today's society, with so many outlets of news and social media allowing the spewing of subjective opinions that are contrary to God's word, the believer can be assaulted and even corrupted. As I have stated before in other episodes, I rarely watch the news. It either saddens me or makes me angry. I'm not one to stick my head in the sand. I just choose not to allow myself to be assaulted in such a manner. As the psalmist said in verse 4, my heart is sore pained within me. I had to ask someone I know recently to stop telling me about what they have watched on the news. They related stories of murder and mayhem, and as I said, I don't need to hear that stuff. I know to pray for our country and world. The scripture tells us that things will wax worse and worse. That's my news source. Some of what overwhelms us in our lives can be reduced or stopped by choosing what we allow our ears to hear. And if you are one that spends more than 15 to 30 minutes a day gathering news and it brings you to tears, perhaps it's time to change your mental diet. Some people do have strength and ability to view these things and are not affected, and God bless you. We all have our own strengths and abilities. I may not be praying specifically for current events, but I know my prayers in the general sense are effective and being heard and answered. Unfortunately, all of us have certain buttons that our enemy knows how to push and push us around. We need to grow up and speak the truth over ourselves more instead of repeating the current events in the world. This psalmist begins the psalm in prayer. As we continue, we will see that prayer brings victory. In verse 5 of this psalm, the writer says, 
fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. It is quite possible that the psalmist was in physical danger due to war. Those of us in America have little to fear in that manner, but there is enough crime and such to keep some of us in fear. So how do these things come upon us? What are the open doors that allows these fears to exist? It's very simple. Our eyes and ears. Consider the supplication in Psalm 119, verse 37. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. Lord, help me keep my eyes in the right place, away from senseless, useless stuff, and quicken, or make me alive, in your way. I recognize the need in my life to reduce the amount of television I watch. Many years ago, I recognized that there was a greater amount of anger in my heart and thoughts than usual. I am not a violent person. I've never fought anyone physically in my life. But I was thinking about it. And so I prayed about it and asked the Lord what was going on. He brought to my memory that I was watching a crime drama show that the main character shot and killed his best friend to save a bad guy and beat his brother mercilessly to obtain information about another bad guy. I was also watching another program wherein all the characters were regularly beating each other up. I came to realize it was time to stop watching these programs, and the anger within me subsided. I prayed, and the Lord showed me what I needed to do. Going back to Psalm 55, we see how the psalmist finally found deliverance from being overwhelmed. Verse 16, As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray, and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. As for you, what are you going to do? What is your prayer life like? The more time we spend in fellowship and worship of our Heavenly Father, the greater will be our peace. You may have heard me in past episodes talking about the alarms that I have on my phone. Starting at 10.55 a.m. and going until 9.55 p.m., an alarm sounds every two hours to stop me and bring me into a moment or two of acknowledging the Lord and fellowshipping with him and his son. There have been some pretty amazing moments between the Father and I and Jesus in these times of simple prayer that last about five minutes or so. The Father and the Son show up because I show up. When you intentionally enter into the presence of the throne room, all the throne room responds to you. The Father awaits our entrance and our praise and inquiries. And as verse 18 tells us, he will deliver our soul in peace from the battle that is against us. He does this with the, there are many with us. Who knows how many angels surround us in each moment of our day. I know of two times where I have been physically touched by angels and my life has been saved or my body protected from fearful harm. 
As we pray in faith, even a little faith, all of heaven responds. And look at the conclusion that the psalmist finally reaches in verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. This morning at church, a friend told me that he was overwhelmed at work. His bosses above him were causing problems in his work. I related a story to him about a situation years ago when I was employed in a hardware store. Another worker was constantly complaining to me about getting my workload finished. That workload had recently increased by 50% or so due to another worker going out for maternity leave. I spoke to the owner of the business and he told me to ignore the person. I spoke to the owner's partner and he told me to ignore the person. I spoke to the owner's son who was the manager and he told me to ignore the person. I finally did the right thing and asked the Lord what to do and he told me to pray for her. And my response was, pray for her? I want to kill her. Not one of my better moments. But I obeyed the Lord and prayed for her. And within a week, she never said another word to me. Jesus told us to pray for those that despitefully use us. I told my friend to pray for his bosses. Verse 22 tells us to cast our burden upon the Lord. If we do not cast our burden on the Lord, then we get to keep it and deal with it on our own. Not the wisest choice. So what are you going to do with those things that overwhelm you? It's not my usual posture of prayer, but perhaps it's time to fall to your knees and pray. In Ephesians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul tells the believers to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then he reveals the truths concerning the armor of God. The last part concerning the armor of God is a call to prayer in verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Praying always. How much time do we spend in prayer? I unfortunately think too much. Many years ago, the Lord gave me the phrase, pray more, think less. That is a very succinct answer to most of our problems. We think about the problem, and we think about the problem, and we think about the problem, instead of casting our burden upon the Lord. We are told to let our requests be made known unto God. When you finish listening to this podcast, who are you going to talk to?